one book, a few chapters, and hundreds of pages have led us to this. Adventure, romance, the thrill of a lifetime, a thousand lives that we get to explore. Join me. Hello, hello, family, my book lovers, my writers, anyone who's decided to listen. Hello. I'm sorry that this is a day late. Now, if you're, I mean, if you're listening to this like way later, you don't realize it's a day late, but I am a day late. I've had a really um, big week. Uh, Some things have happened this week that was just took my brain to another spot. So I woke up Saturday morning and realized, oh gosh, yesterday was Friday and I didn't uh, get my third episode done for the podcast. So here we are on Saturday. Sorry, but it's okay. We're going to move forward. So we've been talking about genres here on the Ashley Danny podcast, and uh, we've done contemporary fiction. We did adventure and or fantasy and adventure last week. This week, the fourth genre we're going to talk about is mystery slash thriller. Uh, This is a genre when you go into like Barnes and Noble or any bookstore, they're usually kind of lumped together, but they're actually two separate things. And we're going to split them apart and talk about what makes them different uh, when it comes to the style of genre that they are. So I I love the website writersedit.com. I got this from their website for mystery thrillers. And they say mystery novels are relatively new to the YA market, but are becoming more and more popular. They begin by posing a question and the plot revolves around discovering the answer. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory for a mystery novel, but it is newer. Thrillers are not newer. They've been around for a while, Um, but mystery is definitely newer. Uh, But the one we're going to start off with is I want to talk about thrillers first. Thrillers are more of your scarier, suspenseful books. This is another genre I have not actually dipped into yet. I am not a thriller novel genre person. I can't, I can't do scary movies. I can't do thrillers half the time. And it's because I literally feel it inside me. I can't separate uh, a movie or a book thriller from my emotions for some reason. I think it's a part of my empathy that I have. It's, that's one of my big, um, what I call my spiritual gift is I have empathy and it's, it's, I literally feel the emotions within me. So reading about thrillers or experiencing it on the screen, I feel it and it makes my heart rate go up and it just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Um, but I do have a few books on my shelves waiting for me that actually are considered thrillers. Um, I just, I just haven't, I haven't touched them yet. Now I went to the Barnes and Noble website cause it's my favorite uh, major book chain. It's not my favorite bookstore of all time. There's a little bookstore in Fort Wayne called um, Hyde. Is it Hyde Brothers Books or Hyde Books? I haven't been there since I moved back. Um, but it's like this amazing used bookstore with with um, bookshelves from floor to the ceiling and you get lost in them and they have a basement where you go around. It's just, oh, it's so amazing. That's like my favorite place in the world. I need to go back. But when it comes to big commercialized uh, chain bookstores, Barnes and Noble is my place to go because we do not have a books a million here. When I was living in Florida, it was books a million. Um, 
So there's three different kind of subgenres of thrillers. There's psychological, historical, and paranormal. Uh, those are the three kind of thrillers that are going on right now. And I looked at Goodreads top seven list for uh, YA thriller fiction. And again, the top seven Goodreads list is these are the top books that have the most reviews and have the highest reviews among those most reviews. So this might not be it for everyone. Every different website probably has a different list, but this is Goodreads list right now. Uh, the first one is A Good, Girl, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Oy. That's interesting. Um, one of us is lying, which apparently also um, also is a crossover to mysteries. So some of these thrillers could also possibly be mysteries. The third one is Sadie. Fourth one, The Cousins. Fifth, All Your Twisted Secrets. Six, Good Girl, Bad Blood, which is a second book to A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. And then number seven, Two Can Keep a Secret. Uh, I want, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that Pretty Little Liars wasn't on that list because I feel like Pretty Little Liars can be a thriller, but maybe it's just more of a mystery. I don't know. I've never really read them. I've only watched like the first season of the TV show and then I just, I got bored because there's too much drama. I, drama just turns me off when it comes to TV shows. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, and normally after I give you a fiction list, I give you my top recommendations. Again, not really one for thrillers, so I don't have any recommendations. So we're going to move on. The next section, of course, is mystery. Mystery is not a new genre. Mystery. Oh, my gosh. You know what I realized, guys? I realized that writer's edit says mystery novels are relatively new to YA, which is actually true. But it's. It, but it's not a new genre. Why or um, mystery is a big genre that I think I've always seen, but I think it's finally come into the YA world. We've seen it more, I think, in um, uh, adult, and we see it in kids. Like I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, but there's a lot of different mysteries that I read when I was in elementary school. So I feel like my notes are now contradicting themselves, and I'm just noticing. Um, so I, I don't know why Writer's Edit is telling us that Mysteries is a new, newer one. Maybe they meant Thriller and I typed it wrong. I'm going to have to double check that. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we're going to move on. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. Let's keep going. Uh, but for Mystery, there is a uh, writer and critic, Hillary. I'm going to say her last name wrong. Way, W-A-U-G-H. She has six rules for six rules for YA mystery that uh, any mystery writer in the YA world should follow. Uh, number one, all clues are discovered by the detective must be made available to the reader. So if a detective is finding a clue, we need the reader to know about it. The detective should not know about a clue and reveal it all of a sudden later, like, 10 chapters later at the end when they figure out the mystery because mystery novels are supposed to be there for us as readers to follow along with the clues and try to figure out the mystery ourselves before we get to the end or figure it out with the detective along the way. So if, he, if the detective or the writer hides clues and doesn't reveal them to us, it will be hard for us to follow along with what's going on. Uh, rule number two, the murderer must be introduced early. Whether you know who the murderer is or 
the murder happens like right away. Most mystery novels, I feel like the murder happens within the first couple pages or within the first page um, because you are trying to, because then it's all about getting the detective involved and finding what's going on. Or maybe it's not a murder. Maybe it's just literally the antagonist uh, that has created the mystery starts is introduced right away we might not know who it is but we know that something has happened we know that this person is there and then we're trying to figure out who it is um number three the crime must be significant i feel like that's self-explanatory four there must be detection and what i mean by that is there has to be someone who is literally trying to figure out what is going on there must be a detection they must figure they must be searching for clues searching for answers etc uh, rule number five, the number of suspects must be known and the murderer or antagonist in this case must be among them. So we can't just have a murderer. We can't have like a pool of suspects and no, and the, and the murderer or the antagonist is not even a part of it. Now, that would be a really cool twist is if the murderer or the antagonist is actually like the detective or the sidekick and they're trying to blame it on somebody else. Hmm mystery writers out there because I am not a mystery writer you may use that idea from me if you so desire I am not claiming it um anyone can use that but yeah that would be that would be an interesting twist I know it's not a part of the rules that Hillary has but um I, I feel like that would be a fun mystery like to to not realize like maybe the detectives um oh Sherlock Holmes has uh da, um has um the doctor Next time, I can't think of his last name. But what if the detective sidekick or um, pupil or whatever is the is the killer or the the antagonist, and they're trying to impress their their mentor, the detective? Hmm. I just came up with a great idea. Somebody take it and run with it. Anyways, uh, last rule: the reader, as part of the game of fair play, has the right to expect that nothing will be included in the book that does not relate to or in some way bear on the puzzle. Pretty much, we're not hiding anything, is what we're saying. You should not be hiding anything if you are writing a mystery novel to for your audience. So those are the six rules that um, a very well-known writer and critic in the mystery realm says, you need to follow these rules if you're going to write mystery novels. Um, I don't know if they follow it. There's not very many mystery books that I read. Did I even... I did give you some uh, recommendations. Um, but, uh, and yeah, and I read both of them and I think that it follows them, but we'll, we'll get to that list here in a second. Uh, now on top of the rules, there are actually a few different types of mysteries that you can find within the genre. So we have our rules, but then we have like our sub, just kind of like thriller. Thriller has its sub, the sub genres of paranormal psychological and historical uh mystery has the same thing so mystery has four kind of subgenres of mystery you got the amateur detective the cozy mystery the puzzle and the private detective so private detective in my mind would be like uh sherlock holmes they he, that's his job that's what he does he is a private detective um the amateur detective, I would say, would be like 
uh, Nancy Drew, if you know who Nancy Drew is. That's what I would think. She's she's a teenager who's kind of stumbled into being a detective. So she's she's an amateur. Uh, the cozy detective or the cozy mystery. I am not certain. Cozy mystery makes me think of like the boxcar children from when we were kids. So that's what I would probably think if I'm wrong or if someone else has a better example, please share with me in the comments um, or message me on one of my Instagram or Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Find me. Uh, and then the third is the puzzle. And the puzzle, I think, uh, would be like pretty little liars because they're trying to figure out who A is. It's a huge puzzle and they're trying to bring it all together. So we've had a lot of mysteries over the years in um, YA books. Uh, well, maybe not many mysteries, but we have some big ones. Uh, and like I already said, Nancy Drew, the Hardy Boys are two big ones from like um, back in the day before I was even born. Um, when I was a kid, Herculea Jones, Herculea Jones, I think she, she had a small series. I only have two of her books, but she was really good. And the Boxcar Children, that was more, uh, elementary middle grade mysteries was Herculea Jones and Boxcar Children. And then we have some new ones like Pretty Little Liars, I would consider a YA mystery. The Inheritance Games apparently is considered a YA mystery. Never read them, so I don't know. And then a newer one that I just found, and it's through Hyperion Books through Disney, which, hello, Disney, love it. Uh, it's called the Samantha Knox Novels, and they are so good. Oh, my gosh. I love them so much. Um, the writer, Jenny Eldermook, she, right, Jenny Eldermook, am I thinking of the right writer? Oh, gosh. Yes, Jenny Eldermook. I should know this. Um because I follow her. Uh, she writes these novels and she has two out. I hope she's working on the third one. They're just so good. Uh, and you could probably guess about some of my recommendations today. Uh, but those are, those are just some of the mystery novels. If you have other mystery novels in the YA genre that you want to share, please put them in the comments below or message me and let me know. Now, the current YA mystery fiction for the Goodreads Top 7, some of these again, are overlapping with thriller, which makes sense. Uh, mystery and thriller can kind of go hand in hand if it's done correctly. So number one right now is One of Us is Lying, which was another thriller one. Number two is Truly Devious. Three, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Four, uh, The Inheritance Games. Five, A Study in Charlotte which is apparently a Charlotte Holmes book. So I'm a little intrigued now because she has the last name of Sherlock Holmes, Charlotte Sherlock, maybe a female version of Sherlock Holmes. So I'm going to be looking that one up. Uh, number six, Two Can Keep a Secret, which I feel like might be a Pretty Little Liars book or a twist on it because that reminds me of the song, Secret, Can You Keep It? da 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 Lock it in your pocket, take this, blah, blah, blah. And they say something about two can keep a secret. And then the last one, but not least, we were liars. So those are the top seven right now in YA mystery that are like the most reviewed and the most, like the highest reviewed and most reviewed of all time. They might be older books. There might be some older books in there. There might be some newer books in there. I know inheritance games are somewhat newer. They're a very big TikTok book. Um, but some of these might have been around for a while, which is okay because... 
in my opinion, literature is is timeless and it doesn't matter when it was published. I think it, it is always good to read uh, a new book from a different era. Oh, goodness. Okay. So let's get into my recommendations. Uh, my mini library recommendations. Oh, I, I combined it. Combined it. See, I, I didn't look at my notes before I started this, and I probably should have. So I did combine the mystery and thriller list for my recommendations because I don't have much of either. So let's, let's look at this. So my first recommendation, like top favorite mystery book that I have read is from the Samantha Knox novels. The first one is The Curse of the Spectre Queen. It's the debut album or debut album, <laughs> debut book of the Samantha Knox novels. It's amazing. I love it. Samantha is like one of my favorite people now. It's like a mix of, what did I say? It's a mix of um, Indiana Jones, uh, The Mummy, and oh shoot. I'm going to have to look like I had this really cool line that I, in a review I did and I can't remember, but pretty much it has elements of Indiana Jones, Mummy, um, uh, even a little bit of Pirates of the Caribbean pushed in there. So I, it's just, it's a great book. I absolutely adore it. Uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's kind of the same time period as the original Indiana Jones, but now it's, a, this is a female. I mean, it literally has like, there's no references to Indiana Jones. It just reminds me of it. So my first recommendation, Curse of the Spectre Queen. After you read Curse of the Spectre Queen, read Curse of the Snake Goddess, which is the second book in the Samantha Knox novels for mystery. So good. Love them both. Absolutely amazing. Now, my third recommendation, I my third and fourth one, I have not read yet. They are sitting on my shelf. I want to um, I want to read them. I just I have other books I'm trying to read right now, but I will get to them because at some point we are going to be discussing and pulling them apart. So I need to read them eventually. Uh, but my third one is uh, Stalking Jack the Ripper. And my fourth one is Hunting Dracula. I don't I don't think that's the full title, but I don't know. They could be intertwined. I don't know if I'll even like them. We'll we'll see and find out. But I've heard really great things about these two books, and I know there's more that go along with it. So that's my mini library recommendations. Um, these are the books that we will be pulling apart during the mystery thriller month. And I'm trying to remember which month I decided to do mystery and thrillers because next month is contemporary fiction. March is fantasy and adventure. Okay, we're just going in a row. And then April is mystery and thrillers. So April will be pulling apart Spectre Queen, Snake Goddess, and then I should have read Jack the Ripper and Dracula by that point and we'll be pulling it apart. I'm super excited about those as well. It's going to be so much fun. I am really enjoying like going through these genres and finding books to like break apart for you guys. So gonna be really a great time. Oh goodness. Okay. So this is a little bit of a shorter episode, which is not a big deal. But uh, next week, we are going to be talking about elements of science fiction. And I'm really excited for science fiction. It's kind of like that fantasy and adventure. Um, I've been reading a lot of Star Wars science fiction. Uh, well, Star Wars... See, here's the thing. People put Star Wars in the fantasy realm, but I look at it 
look at it as a science fiction realm book. So you might disagree with me when I bring up Star Wars. But in my mind, Star Wars is like a futuristic of us that we have gone out to all these different planets and and it has it, it doesn't actually have science involved like Star Trek does, but it is um, a hopeful like futuristic thing that could happen galaxies and galaxies away, just like with Star Trek going galaxy, different galaxies, planets, etc. So you might disagree with me on where I put it in genres. The genres might disagree me agree, disagree with me where I put it in genres. That's where I'm going to put it, people. Sorry. Um, so stay tuned for next week as we just talk briefly uh, overview of science fiction and talk about uh, some of the big ones right now and my recommendations and just to kind of give you an idea of what science fiction elements are when a writer is, you know, writing them. So, uh, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the adventure with me, Ashley Danny. Join me next week as we dive into another story that will help you escape reality, if only for a moment. See you later and take a listen to my sponsors. Bye. Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.